you have any fantasy football team this weekend? And how did they get on? To be really good at you need to just take people in, draw people out, and then make sure you're doing these boosts here and there. And I'm like, Got myself in my own fantasy team. Got myself in my own fantasy team. Got myself in my own fantasy team. There's too much tinkering around for me. Straighten the phone and check who the captain was, what points to go, and where they come in the fantasy league. So I don't play it. I, I live in the real world, not the fantasy world. Hello and welcome to Game Week 25 of the Premium Player FPL podcast. Quick turnaround this week. We are recording on Friday, so just after Game Week 24. It's a it's an early deadline, isn't it, this week with half 12 kickoff. Um, so yeah, one to be aware of. 11 o'clock deadline it is. So yeah, not much, not much time to turn around. Plenty to talk about with the the first double game week this week as well, and. There's going to be plenty of doubles now for um, to the end of the season, um, so that'll be interesting. Although the first big hit of double is a is a team that isn't doing too great, is it? Yeah, Man United. Um, a lot of people are annoyed having the United players still in the team. I feel like you have to keep them because of the double. It's a little bit how I feel with Ronaldo, um, but yeah, it should. Um, it should be interesting. I imagine some people might might skip it. It's an interesting one. If if people have Salah, maybe they'll skip the United double and just start catching Salah. But we'll, we'll, we can talk about that later. Um, anything else stand out you want to talk about before we, we get into things? Not really. Um, we'll, we'll obviously touch on our, our scores, which will become clearer. But yeah, one game in particular we were talking about before we started the pod. That I was just fuming at really kind of summed up my summed up my season. So yeah, well, without further ado, we'll uh, we'll get into it. Um, if you watch on YouTube, please like and subscribe. And also, if you whatever platform podcast you are, we'll be tuning into. It will be much appreciated. So thank you. We'll start with your team. Although it seems whenever we do go live these days, my laptop starts to play up. So that'll be interesting. No, there we go. Let's just g- give it a minute, see if anything fucks up before I uh, get going. Now, joke. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. Did you notice quite a few people missed the deadline this week? A lot of people uh, got caught out by the truth. Was it? Was it and half I, seven kickoff? Was it? Oh, can't remember it, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, like Magnus Carlsen, famous FPL chess player, missed the deadline. Uh, I um, kind of wish I'd maybe missed the deadline. So as I was saying to you just before we started, Captain was bust on, bust on Jotter before I started, and um, I brought in Dean, which has, I've now realised has uh, priced me out of a move I wanted to make this week, which um, poor poor foresight for myself. But uh, my move, so yeah, my move this week was Luca Dean in for Alonso. Uh, I needed to get rid of one of my Chelsea players. Because uh, I've also got Mount, so that I could field field the full team this week, and I went for Cancelo just because I knew that Brentford weren't going to score, so I thought that's a a decent floor. And then with the amount of shots he takes in a lot of games, there's a bit a nice ceiling there as well. But so yeah, when I was watching bits of that game between some of the other games, I was just seeing him like letting fly. 
six shots and uh, some, some couple of decent saves. One one whistled over the bar. It felt like from Guardiola's reactions, he was willing him to score as well. Like a lot of the time when players shoot from distance, he's like, "What the fuck are you doing? That's not how we play." And then when but when whenever Cancelo gets the ball, he's like, "Yeah, go on, go on." So yeah, a little bit, little bit disappointed. Um, but yeah, it could have been worse. At least got the clean sheet points. Um, I think I think Pep after the game said he was the best winger on the pitch, which yeah, that sums him up in a nutshell, doesn't it? Yeah, I feel like uh, I can't remember ever captaining a defender and it properly working out. I think I've already cried about that many times when when talking about when Stones got those headers and I didn't even have him. But yeah, I, I need for my FPL CV. I need at some point to have captain defender and got a haul otherwise otherwise um, i can't i just feel like i'm i'm missing something on my credentials compared to uh, everyone else um anyone else in my team i want to talk about got a bit lucky with dawson coming on uh carbert lewin not featuring meant that craig dawson came on and that's about it really nothing else to nothing else to write home about most players other people have already got I guess I'll just say for Luca Dean, he was quite involved at an attacking sense, but just didn't expect Villa to concede that many. Um, I guess the, the, the other talking point of the week, Zuma. What what an absolutely awful story. Um, I was I was just flabbergasted. I'm not often surprised by things in football, but was amazed that that Maurice chose to chose to play him. Uh, I guess the thought of Diop was enough to be like, I'll put up with this this backlash. Um <laughs> well I think he stuck with it today. He said he said it's it was my decision I made it and I continue with it until someone stops me. So he's gonna be playing this weekend, which yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see how it plays out. Until somebody stops me. It sounds like something a, a villain and a superhero movie <laughs> says. You know like just imagine there's the Joker saying that somebody stop me. Um uh, there's a fun meme in that somewhere. Uh, so yeah, 68 points. My rank is now 107k, which I think was a red a red arrow. Feel, feels a bit harsh to get 68 points and a red arrow, but I think yeah, the, not getting the captain quite right is probably. probably I think I think if you had Yota captain this week, you've had a good game week, and if you've not, you've had a red arrow. I think that's how it seems to have played out. Hmm. Yeah, because Boeing captain has got more points as well, didn't they? With um, the bonus and clean sheet uh, points, etc., that comes with his goal. So yeah, uh, let's move on to your week. Yeah, so I got I got fifty nine, so just less than yourself. Obviously, the captain even even worse than yours, Kane. Um, talked about before we went on air. Watched that game. I think Kane had a big chance created for Regulon and vice versa. So I, I was pretty unlucky to come out with, with three points for them two or five with the Kane captain. But other than that, the team's quite similar to yours. Ramsdale, Digne, Alexander-Arnold, Cancelo, Regulon, Foden, who was in and out of the game. I don't I don't think I could say I should have got points there. He, he didn't do that great. So, But interestingly, he came off. So hopefully he'll start Norwich game. But yeah. Who knows what will happen there? Um, Bowen delivering again. Yotta, we talked about Martinelli. You see the sending off? I've heard about it. I've not seen it. I've never seen anything like that in football before. 
So he got two bookings in one movement, but the first one was he was trying to stop the throwing from being taken quickly. He kind of pushed the guy, small small push, so he couldn't take it quickly. But then he took the throwing anyway, and then he basically just ran after the guy who got the of the um, who got the throwing, received the throwing, and kind of just pushed him to the floor. So I think two bookings in one movement was, I think, in an isolated incident. Maybe were, there were two bookings. Um, I know people say the throwing because he didn't actually stop the throwing. It shouldn't have been a booking. But yeah, I've not, I'm not seen that in football, I don't think, before. Someone getting booked twice in the same move. I know Jimenez City, but that was two different moves that was that happened. Um, play stopped, he got booked, and then he got booked straight again. So so yeah, quite unprecedented, I think, that. Uh, Ronaldo, one. Kane, two. So yeah, big story of the season, really. Big hitting forwards. I haven't done anything um Ronaldo will be interesting this week obviously I'm forced to captain him I think just because I've kept him now for this double just got to see what happens but I mean the, he the was fact r- that ran he, off the pitch didn't he the, the fact that he uh didn't start you, you think now works in Ronaldo owner's favor for him getting more minutes in the double but it's hard to say mm. What uh, what's that done for your rank then? I assume your rank your rank is still awful. You've not you're too scared to put it in your uh, <laughs> I think, in your bio thing. They can so. move down from three ninety to like four thirty or something. So yeah, I I looked at my team this week and I thought, oh that looks that looks good. And then <laughs> yeah, um, have, have you learned anything from that? If that if that was last season, Kane gets a couple of goals, doesn't he? And I'm I'm flying high. It's just I just just can't can't seem to. There's been a Get lot of weeks. Right. It feels like this is like the third time this season where Kane or Son have been tipped for captaincy and Son's got something and Kane hasn't. Yeah. Uh, it, it's actually playing better though. It's different from early on the season where yeah. Kane was shocking. Bad call, really. He's, he's actually playing well. Um, but yeah, you are right in saying that. So looking at... Uh, this week's double. Um, so yeah, United have got Southampton and Brighton. Given what Southampton just did Both Spurs at home as well, interesting. But given how Southampton play and like the just the way they've just played against um, against Tottenham, the bits I caught of that game, Southampton were outplaying Tottenham. Uh, Ward Prowse was, look, was looking really. Good really decent um i just uh i don't know I'm, I'm even less enthused about this double now given what's just happened than i was before because brighton also on their day can make it really difficult they don't they don't really they don't often lose games by, man, by many when they do brighton so and that and then that coupled with the fact that you can't really be sure that ronaldo's going to get decent minutes in both the games the way it's been recently. I think I'd be more happy if I was a Bruno owner. What's your mm. thoughts on that? Yeah, definitely. I think there's more security over start there and then playing both games, getting there 180 minutes. I think I think it's easy if you've got one or two United assets, just keep just keep them. I think the tricky one is if you don't have Bruno Bruno or Ronaldo, what do you what do you do now for this for this double? I think I think that's a tricky call. It's do you go straight to Salah captain away at Burnley and just forget United's double or do you take a gamble in one of them? I think I think that's the interesting one. Did, did you watch the Liverpool game last night? Yeah I did yeah. 
So Salah looks sharp. He could have had a trick in 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Schmeichel pulled off a great save, one of them. Yeah, he pulled off a great save. He hit the bar and he, he almost got a penalty. He was close to getting a penalty. So if I was in that conundrum and I wasn't really sure about bringing in a United player just for one week, because most people will be moving on their United players for players who double in 26 after this one, I probably would just go straight to Salah. Um, and you know, last week we were talking about Salah's minutes and all that stuff. Given Klopp's comments about him being a physicality monster and all that stuff, and the way he looked when he came on last night, and he played only played twenty minutes last night, I think he'll want he'll he'll want to keep him in his match rhythm now for for the champ for the Champions League. So I think he will get decent minutes against Burnley. I can't see him getting only 20 minutes again. So, well, do you, he'll probably, he will start against Burnley now, won't he? Yeah, I, th- I think he might start and the game might be secure, 60 minutes and he might come off. Yeah. I think that's that's the uncertainty. But then, even if he's getting 60 minutes, you'd fancy him to score, wouldn't you? I, I'm with you on that. I, don't, I can't see him not starting again. Yeah, so if I was in that predicament... Sunday fixture as well, isn't it? Extra day recovery period. The, the, the only thing that might might not work in that way is the sense that D, D, is it Diaz, the new player they've signed, yeah, he looked good. Yeah. yeah, he looked really good. So, and Klopp said after the game in the post match comments that he was quite surprised how quickly he settled. Like, even in training, he was quite surprised how quickly he's just picked up the Liverpool way of playing, like the way they press, the way they tackle, the intensity. So, I guess that does give him the option to keep Salah on the bench for a bit a bit more now. Um, but yeah, the way that Salah is as a person, I think he'll be, be wanting that start, chasing records and all that stuff. So I'd be quite happy to, to just go for Salah, especially if it saves you a couple of transfers in your long-term strategy. Anything you want to say about Brighton before we, talk, before we forget when we go into United? I think... Yeah, the, the tra- attack is a tricky one, isn't it? Because they rotate quite a lot and no one really stands out. I think Sanchez is the obvious one, isn't it? And then defence, Kukurela. But then I was listening to the FPL Wire. They actually played centre-half with um, with Dan Byrne gone. So that might minimise his threat. Um, I've got Ramsdale, haven't I, who's blanking this week. So I'm actually looking at maybe getting Sanchez in, how that's going to work. Hopefully he might get a clean sheet against Watford, a few save points against United. I know you've already got Sanchez, haven't you? Um, probably yeah. probably wouldn't get another one, I don't think. I think Sanchez is enough. Yeah, yeah. I think um, I wouldn't be overly worried about getting a, a Brighton asset. The, the only thing I would say, if you do get one depending on your strategy is their fixtures after the the fixtures after this double are fine like they're not bad so if you're um wanting to get one in um and it helps you fill, fill a gap in your team the their midterm fixtures are, are good enough so so yeah it's just a shame that they don't have a decent attacking option because um there's probably a lot of people we've got the king dennis double up that would have liked to Brighton striker to have gone to, but yeah, you can't, you can't really with the way it is. Yeah, so we'll move on to United in further detail here. 
Um, so this is a stat that you shared, wasn't it, from the FPL wire? They've obviously got this from Fantasy Football Scout. So this is just expected goal involvement. Um, do you know how many games this is over, actually? Is it the last five, potentially, I think? It's usually the last six, I think. Last six, but, right. Yeah, as you can um, see here, Bruno's top, isn't he? Um, Rashford, who's playing a lot better. Um, but Cristiano Ronaldo, mid-table. Still getting plenty of shots. I know he's second behind Kane. I think it's last five games for shots, but in terms of the quality of shots, not necessarily that great. Yeah, I wasn't expecting Bruno to be this clear on this table. I think that's the that was my my take. Also, Rashford being that far above Ronaldo was surprising. Um, but yeah, Rashford has looked a lot better recently. Um, he's taken his time to get back into his rhythm, but it's just the, his decision making seems better now when he's choosing to shoot how he's looking to finish. Um, Pope had to make some decent saves from Rashford against Burnley, uh, whereas when Ronaldo came on, the chances that came to him, sort of difficult headers, not great chances. And I know that uh, when it was asked about Ronaldo's struggling form in the press conference today, so it's he had to defend Ronaldo and say, well, none of the players are finishing well at the moment, which which is the story, really. Um, but yeah, I think this outlines why we were saying Bruno is the preferred captain over Ronaldo. If so, if you were getting one United player and you were on the fence, it'd be it would be Bruno for me. Are you tempted at all bringing Bruno in as well as Ronaldo? Uh, no. no, I think no. I think it's just too it's just committing to a hit next week and stuff, isn't it? It's it's, it makes it harder to get Salah. It makes it just yeah messes everything up basically. So, so no. Um, if if United were in better form, maybe it'd be a harder decision. But the goal scoring form is poor. There's still a lot of bad co- comments coming out, like leaks from the training ground saying they're not enjoying training. They don't understand Randnick's coaching style, etc. How much of that you could believe? I don't know. But there's been so much talk about United players being divas and pre donners that you're inclined to believe it really so i just don't feel that infused about this united double so i as i've been hinting now i might not even captain Ronaldo, even though i've got him if i if i bring in salah this week i might just captain salah because you know there's been a few occasions recently where it's 50 50 decisions and you've gone for you've gone in favor of the person who had the double and it's been the single game with players who's, who's done better. And it's like, we said a couple of times, like, yeah, maybe we shouldn't get so skewed by doubles. I, I wonder if this is one of those. What what, what are your thoughts there? Are, are you are you getting yeah. Salah this week? Or are you waiting? Well, I've got two transfers, so... Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll save that for the end then save that for the end yeah I, I, i'm not sure what to do with them yet but yeah salah's top of the list um another man who people are looking at is uh this guy here could have picked a better flattering picture but it's obviously from our twitter account that mindy's put out here uh, vault veghorst is that is that how you pronounce it but anyway he was uh brilliant wasn't he against united i thought i could be the best player on the pitch whether you can follow that up um 
obviously United's big game for Burnley. Um, that intensity that he brought was incredible. So whether he can do this for these four games, if he can, he's going to get plenty of chances, isn't he? Yeah. So just to explain for podcast listeners, this the, re- the reason I put this tweet in is, is it shows the four games that Burnley now have got in a double double. So Brighton, Tottenham, Palace, and Leicester. Uh, I think what's interesting with those fixtures is that Tottenham have just conceded three. Crystal Palace are awful away from home, and Leicester can't. Leicester can't. Leicester start with the two game with two goals against them in every game. They're just that bad at defending. <laughs> so, especially set pieces where you think this guy is going to be pretty yeah impactful for them as well. So, for my team, Calvert Lewin to to Old Woot looks looks nailed on at the moment whoop, whoop. that's that's re- I, I was hoping i'd get more than four likes that, that's the reason i put this in just to uh encourage people is it roots want... or vout that's what i yeah but i was going for the the play on the words of his name and, right. and people you know what people say whoop whoop right so if, if, if you want more of this top class sensational banter that you've got to uh follow us on on twitter at premium score fpl um yeah the the image the the gif was him sticking his tongue out in a sort of nonchalant way, which works for the gift. But the way the, the way you framed it here, the still you've got makes him look like he's about to throw up or something, which doesn't quite work. But um, it, it did work <laughs> on social media. Uh, tr- trust Callum to mess it up for integrating it into the uh, into the podcast. Thanks for that. A- anyone else from you Burnley? Have to put it in. <laughs> um... Anyone else from Burnley you considering? Pope's probably the one who stands out, isn't he? Um, for those looking for a goalkeeper, I think he's got a phenomenal points return last four, five games. I what it is off the top of my head, but yeah, I think it was definitely the best in the league. So, yeah, he's he's probably one who I'd look at. But Arsenal's fixtures look good other than the blanks, don't they? So, probably wouldn't want to do Ramsdale to Pope, but yeah, I don't think anyone else. I've seen a few people Max, mention. Max yeah, but the he? midfield's so precious now, isn't it? Um, I'm not sure precious. he could be his... No, but I mean, the midfield's like the best position this yeah, season. Yeah. It was just it, in, interesting the way you points. described it, like like Gollum out of Lord of the Rings, my precious. <laughs> I just don't don't think he's as like... His ceiling isn't as high as the other players in that position, like Bowen, Foden, Yotta, and other people around his price, so... Yeah, the yeah, fact that he can't he probably, stay fit probably tempted. isn't great. Yeah, but but this man, for, I'm I'm looking to get let get him in for sure. So um, yeah, we're aligned on that one. I think Corne with, with the games in quick succession, he'll either have to be managed or he'll get injured, and you you it'll be maybe a, an annoying one, a bit of a wasted transfer potentially, but um. Wouldn't be surprised if he does get a few goals in that game, given how he looked at the start of the season, if he does manage to stay fit for all four of them. Uh, and it, there hasn't been anything else fresh announced yet, is there? That we didn't already know, apart from the Burnley double-double. No, just the potential that you mentioned to me was the game week 28. Yep. Arsenal, Chelsea potentially doubling as well. So I, I think Arsenal... They have two blanks coming up now, but potentially two doubles as well, don't they? And then the fixtures are good after that. So I think if you can afford to hold your Arsenal assets, I think I think that potential, especially because there isn't too many that are 
there isn't any Arsenal assets added that cost too much to have on your bench, if you get what I mean. Potentially Lacazette, if you've got him, but not many people. But people like Saka, Martinelli, I know he got sent off, but he's only like five points, something mil. Ramsdale, um, all under six million, seven million. So, yeah, I think I think hold the Arsenal players that you've got. Yeah, I think it, this is where having a clear idea of what chips you're using when and how you're going to navigate Arsenal blanks and all that stuff, that's where that comes in. On on Martinelli, it's, it's worked out all right for me that because I'm still holding Smith Rowe. So I'm hoping now that Smith Rowe will come into the team and keep his place if he plays well. Uh, just in time. Yeah, for... that Martinelli sending off summed up my luck this season because I think everyone would be looking to get him in, won't they? Um I thought I might have got ahead of the curve, but yeah. <laughs> Joke. So, what, what, which, um, just for the people listening, we've got a, a chart up here showing some various chip strategies depending on how many free hits you've got left. Uh, this is from the Burning Questions stream that uh, I think it's FPL, Sonaldo, and Pras underscore FPL that they do for Fantasy Football Scout. So, that's a good video to. Good video to check out for like in depth on strategy and the chips. But what, which one of these are you? Um, which one of these works best for your team? Obviously, you've got two free hits left. Uh, in terms of well, both free hits, I think the overriding situate scenario here is free hit 27, isn't it? That's one, and then kind of work out the rest. Um, I haven't given the rest too much thought yet. I think I'm definitely going to free hit 27, maximise there, but I'm not sure about the others. How about yourself? So, to 27 is the week where it's Arsenal and Liverpool that don't play, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, so... Because I've got, I've got and you, one... And Ars- you want Arsenal players to make maximise the other weeks as well. So, I think I think that kind of is clear. Yeah. I think the only thing that's can maybe... If you don't, there's there's a lot of people who don't already have any Arsenal players though. They might not have any. Yeah. Like, so you can just bench you three Liverpool players and not use a chip then for that week. So I, I do think there is a there is an argument to not use the free hit there, depending on what you do, where else you might gain more from it. But um, but yeah, it's 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 hard it's hard to say exactly without knowing everybody's team. Is it, I think it's, it's mm. one of those where you might have to get the old spreadsheet out and just look at how many players you're going to have with you in each week. It's it's confusing to um, to figure out, but it's that stage of the season where you can't really give advice that's going to work for everyone. Um, so w- with your with your current player, are you, are you just not thinking about the wild card? So you, you thought about triple captain. That's that's going to be Salah in the double twenty six. Yeah, yeah, I think. And, and for the for the rest, especially of it, how he looked yesterday. Yeah, uh, I think that I think that makes an easier decision now. I think if there was still question marks over his fitness and stuff. In terms of the wild card, I think personally for me, thirty four sounds a bit too late. I like to have a bit more um, impact with the wild card. Um, this season might be different because there might be like three or four weeks of double that, so that might, might be where we have change our plans in Oldham. But I think in previous seasons, although always like to wildcard no later really than game week thirty one. Um just because I think you can kind of set up 
for seven the last running really um but that's just so my think, personal preference people might attack it differently yeah the 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 thing that makes that goes against that is that the big double is from what i've people seem to be saying it's going to be 36 yeah so in terms of different op- the season in it so in terms of optimizing bench boost if you're bringing in players for a potential bench boost in 36, if you if you do it in 31, you've then got a really expensive squad for lots of the for so many weeks, and players could come in and out in and out of the team or get injured. You, you really want the week where you wild card and the week where you bench boost to be as close together as possible. Mm. So I think that's why. I think that's although the why bench I'll... boost is a troll chip, isn't it? And I've never seen anyone get it right. Yeah, the, 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 the examples you tend to see are people smashing it are the people who just spunk it in a single game week without support. Um, so, yeah. But I think that's the reason why people are looking at 34. Um, but yes, it's similar to yourself. I'm not really locked in to when I'm going to use the other free hit and when I'm going to use the wild card yet, just because it's 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 so confusing just going from week to week still for me um, so obviously whenever you bring a player in you've just got to be checking that you're not screwing yourself up for your for your plan so if you're not planning to free hit in a certain week where other people are you need to make sure that the player you're bringing in doesn't have a blank that week and all that stuff um but yeah that's i think that's that is that it for here yeah, I think I think it'll start to come a bit more clear over the next few weeks, like you say. Um to finish off, we'll uh, we'll do the premium planning segment. Um as you can see here, teams at the top of the top of the chart, no surprise, are the ones with doubles. Um so you can top Brighton just below, Palace, Brentford, um, and then United who've got a double this week, Leicester, Tottenham, Watford, Villa. So teams that really are linked round mid table haven't they got stronger fix strong fixtures over the over the next five um so we might start to see some points variance i think this week in my in all the mini leagues that i was in there was a real points disparity um people like coutinho de bruyne even like ramsey and stuff so so i do think around this this kind of period up until like 31 32 there might be a bit of a point swing which will make it interesting yeah, fair. It's it's interesting that a lot of the these teams that are towards the top of the ticker don't have assets you could go to even if you wanted to. Like Crystal Palace t- talking up Edward last week, and he um, <laughs> yeah. S- s- sorry if anyone <laughs> anyone listened listened last week and got Edward, uh, but I, I'm not I'm not really sure what's happening there. M- Mateta is even more of an option. I did I did mention that Mateta was doing well. I didn't realize he'd be He'd been doing well enough to, yeah, ask Edward. Vieira so. just seems like a horses for courses manager, doesn't he? Like, he seems to play different teams depending on the opposition. Whereas some managers, they just play the best team week in, week out. He seems to rotate it a bit. Yeah, fair. Maybe that's his way of keeping keeping all of them happy. I don't know. Um, Brentford, Tony's been out. There's not really, not really anything else that you'd want to recommend at Brentford. Um, we spent quite a while talking about United. Not worth going into that. But Leeds is interesting, actually. So, did you? Uh, what a game that was! Did, I, I assume you were watching City. I was watching mm, this game. Yeah, I watched the highlights. Yeah. Um, 
Da, da, Dan James. Dan James yeah, is finished. James and the the amount of chances he gets in that Leeds team, if he can keep up some even just a little bit of that level of clinicalness. Surprisingly what a good coach does to a player, isn't it? <laughs> it's yeah, and Rafinha's is you you're benefiting from a lot of amazing chance creation with Rafinha in the team. Um so I don't know, getting a Leeds player in this week, if you if if say if you've got Gray, Rafinha or Dan James is a decent transfer, I think, because you've got Everton this weekend who can't offend and have lost Yerimina, so I couldn't get even worse. Combined with Lampard's inability to coach a defensive team, it's just like a match made in hell that for Everton trying to concede their goals. And then they've got a double. It's not a great double, but lead, lead score against anyone. So, yeah, an interesting interesting option there for people who need to replace Murray Gray or Martinelli if, you've, if you're getting rid of him. <laughs> yeah, tricky on that now, isn't it? Because Arsenal's... Obviously, at the bottom here because you've got two less fixtures. But when you look at the, the double, um, Brighton and Wolves, um, and then Watford after that, it's quite small. This, but yeah, the the fixtures are, as we say around around those blanks are quite good. Um, so yeah, yeah. In terms of captaincy on the next few, obviously we mentioned United or Salah, isn't it? This week, uh, the week after, obviously it's Salah. Welcome back, Salah, and then. And then 27 is when people start to have a decision to make again. Obviously, you've got Liverpool, Arsenal, Chelsea, but all blanking. Um, worth mentioning that Leicester have a fixture now in 27, as well as the Burnley doubling. They were due to blank, but I don't think anyone's going there off current form. So, yeah, this week, isn't it? It's, it's, it's Sarah or Bruno Ronaldo, I think. Yeah. Um, so what, what, what's 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 your tra- transfer this week before we get to captain? It's tricky. Either either Kane to Vegost and um, Salah in for Madison is something I thought about. Um, but then I kind of want Kane for twenty six for the double, which makes it trickier. So it's whether I do them two transfers this week and then Ronaldo to Kane the week after. That's something I've thought about. Um, but nothing else is really is really catching my eye. I think. So I'm I'm currently what's planned is Mount to Salah for me. Oh, well, it's a lot easier for you, isn't it? Um. Although I, I was thinking before, you know, when I was we were talking about the fact that Chelsea Arsenal might not have double in twenty eight. I was thinking maybe I should try and find a way to keep Mount, but it doesn't really make sense to to, to do that. I, I had Mount one for... game in between two blanks here. Yeah, especially with um, I had, I had Mount and Chelsea's last double. He didn't even start both. So <laughs> with, with the way Tuchel plays, the way you manage the team, you can't even be sure with Mount that you'll get both games in a double. So it's it's worth thinking about though that Chelsea double because. If it does drop in as expected, some people still have Reese James. A lot, a lot of people who had Reese James and Alonso, they've maybe got rid of Alonso and kept Reese James. So, like, if if you can keep hold of Reese James now, he, he was in the squad for the Club World Cup, so he he he'll, he might be back in time for 
for when Chelsea come back to having good fixtures. And so mm. it, it might be some, someone we're thinking. I suppose about that's a, an argument to wild card, isn't it? As well in twenty eight potentially, if Chelsea get that double because I think the fixtures yeah. are quite good after that, like you say. So yeah, interesting. Yeah, just another thing to make everything more confusing. <laughs> um, so the, the alternative is that I could just not bring in Salah and wait till next week. Roll a transfer and captain Ronaldo like everybody else. Um, so yeah, that, it's between those two things for me. Interesting. Um, anything else you want to add before we wrap up? No. So it, let's say you do bring Salah in, though. Who, who would you then captain? Who, who's you, who would your preference be? I think because I'm catching up ground, probably Ronaldo. But how does that work? Won't Ronaldo be more captain than Salah this week because of a double? Surely by that logic, you should. I'm not, I'm not sure. You know, I reckon a lot of people have sold Ronaldo because of the past few game weeks. Right. I could be wrong. Yeah. I could be wrong. It's interesting that maybe we should have looked into the uh, the current captaincy polls and brought that to this. But um, like yeah, I just I just assumed Ronaldo. I think amongst active managers, though, like people who play and pay attention to doubles and all that stuff. I I, th- I think Ronaldo would be the the one with the bigger EO. So Ronaldo is 27% owned, brought in by 40,000 managers this week, sold by 90,000. Wow. Salah, 41%, but obviously, like you're saying, not all of them are active. But he's brought in by 365,000 and only sold by 10,000. So that just makes me think that people are swaying towards Salah. I wonder how many... Yeah, there'd be a lot of those people who've taken out Ronaldo and just not noticed that he's got two games coming up. The double game week. <laughs> nah, surely not. Well, it, it doesn't quite make sense otherwise, does it? Cause... Well, I, well, if you seen how bad United have been, I don't think it's as bogus yeah, as yeah, yeah, United have been bad, but I've not seen anyone saying that what we advise you to do is now get rid of him just before the double that you brought him for. Yeah, true, true, true. Um, but yeah, but let's let's not let's not go back into United being wank. We've um, <laughs> done that enough this season. Um, I think that's it. Try to keep it short and sweet this week so that um, people have a chance to yeah, listen. Be, be on your podcast platform very short after the stream. So yeah, yeah, and I'll um, this game week despite despite how I'm doing. Um, and Callum plugged stuff before, but yeah, just a quick. Reminder: If you've um, if you're still listening, please drop a like on the stream on YouTube. Even if you're not, if, even if you're a podcast listener, log on to YouTube and just drop us a like. Be a nice person. Get some good karma. Um, and um, that's that's it. It's ironic you saying be a good person. Well, if if you don't want to have a life like mine, that's what you should do. Isn't it? <laughs> that's that's the incentive. <laughs> On that note, uh, we'll catch you next week. See ya.